This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. This is Above Grade, and I'm your host, Bryce Jacob, president over at J.S. Brown, and Greg Hansberry, your producer, and I do this every week while we discuss the construction landscape here in central Ohio. You know hey, what? Bryce. Hey, how you doing? Good. I'm really excited about this week. Why is that? We get to talk more about your bidet, don't That's we? That's right. This Monica is came back and you probably did some research and now you've got a week of, of use. Mm-hmm. You smell yeah. different today, too. Thanks. Yeah, I think it's helped out a little bit with the hygiene. <laughs> That's outstanding. <laughs> Folks, you knew, and if you tuned in last week, you know who our guest is. She needs no introduction, but I'll do it anyway. It's Monica Miller. She's interior design manager and a legend over at J.S. Brown & Company. Hi, Monica. Hi. I'm happy to be back, guys. This was really fun last week. So Yeah, it's great every week. My gosh, we have fun like this all the time. So, you know, if you want to take over, you're more than welcome, <laughs> more than welcome to. Because you're kind of doing it. The demands are high for you uh, being back. All of, our, all of our listeners tune in and they seem to like you being on this program. Oh, well, I'm happy to hear that. Yep. Fantastic. That's very good. So we, got, we do. We have a very exciting show. All right. And I'm curious to get people to rate us too. And the way that they can do that is they can go to... Rate and review at iTunes podcast. Isn't that correct? That's right. Yeah. When you, after you find us on iTunes and you hit that little subscribe button, go ahead and give us, you know, five star rating if you want. Yeah. Otherwise don't give us one at all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Only taking five star ratings uh, this week only. Yeah. That's right. So today's, yeah, we got a good one in store today because we're going to talk about showers. And, you know, yes. can we do a whole podcast on just showers? I, I could talk hours on just showers. <laughs> All I right. love hours bathrooms. Hours on showers. Yes. That should be the name of the show today. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. All right. I came but up I, with that just now. <laughs> hours on showers. She is creative. So, <laughs> so let's do that because we're already a couple minutes in. We've cut into valuable shower chat time. All right. Get so what's business. the scoop on showers? What makes it, what, what is it that makes you talk for hours on showers? Okay, so first of all, most bathrooms built before 2000, certainly, they didn't dedicate nearly enough space to the shower. Not nearly enough. And there's so many bathrooms that I walk into where the homeowners are saying, you know, they gave me this enormous tub right. that I never either have the time to use or I don't have enough hot water to use it mm. or I'm just not a big bath person. And I have this dinky little shower. And when I try to wash my hair, I bump my elbows on the stall, sides yeah. of the stall. So. Yeah. It's certainly um, a reversal of what most people are using every day, sometimes multiple times a day, is the shower fixture. And they're literally dusting their tub because they're never using it. I mean, that just makes no sense. So definitely the trend is to reverse that, dedicate more square footage to the shower. And once you have some space and once you make the shower priority in the bathroom in terms of your budgeting, then you can really customize it to yourself and your needs and make it a fantastic experience so that you start the day in a nice, happy, in a good mood. relaxed mood. You yes. must have an enormous shower because you're always in a great mood. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did design myself a really big shower, I won't lie. A lot of um, essential oils and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's definitely in there. The aromatherapy is huge and the shower is a perfect place. For it. Mm-hmm. it really is all that steam and everything. So so before you so get yeah. into all the nitty gritties of the shower, yeah. which will take hours here. Yeah, hours. I got to ask you a question because as you're, you're talking about potentially taking the real estate in a bathroom from the tub to enlarge the shower, which mm-hmm. means you're doing away with tubs. Is this, uh, do you see this as an issue for resale in a homes? Because I know there are some people that debate it and I have my opinion on mm-hmm. it. 
But then you have realtors sometimes who say you don't want to lose the tub in a master bathroom. So what's your thought on that? Um, I would debate that in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. It d- depends on the home, certainly. depends on the neighborhood, and it depends on what a buyer's expectations are going to be coming into that house. Certainly, if you have the space for both and you have the budget for both, I would do both. And there's a lot of neighborhoods where not doing both would be looked askance. Mm-hmm. But most of us don't have giant palatial homes. We don't have four or 500 square foot bathrooms. So if you have a more moderately sized bathroom and you do have to choose between having two meh, fixtures or one spectacular fixture, I think the spectacular fixture is going to do well for you. And if you have a bath somewhere in the home for a buyer coming in that maybe has young children that they need to bathe mm-hmm. or something like that, that's usually the rationale. I think most realtors and appraisers would agree that as long as there's a tub somewhere in the house and as long as what's been done in the master bath is tasteful and functional and and well executed, I doubt that you're losing that much as long as you maximized what you had. Mm -hmm. So um, I know in my master, I put on an addition um, in my house in Clintonville and I only had room for, for one great thing. I could have a really great tub or I could have a really great shower <laughs> and I'm busy. I like a bath. I, I'm yeah. a, I'm a big bubble bath fan, but I didn't have room for both and I take a shower every day. So that's where yeah. I had to put my priority and, and that's how I, I chose to do it. And there's still a tub on the first floor hall bath. So now do you think if you had a, a bidet, you wouldn't need the shower. You could have a tub and I, then just a I nice think, bidet. I think I would still want the shower. <laughs> okay. Although the bidet is a is a primo fixture. All and right. I think just, everybody just should consider one. Just lay your head over the toilet and turn it <laughs> no, on. And no. Clean your hair that way. <laughs> Ew. This is what no. happens when you do the show with a couple guys. I was just going to say the same thing. This what happens when you let men in the bathroom conversation. <laughs> All right. So... You have the big shower, big showers are in, and Mm -hmm. what are people doing with the shower? Well, the first thing I talk to clients about in the shower is if there's any special um, things that they dislike about their their current shower. In a lot of cases, it is the size, but that's not always the case. Sometimes it's, you know, how slippery it is, or for women, I need a place to put my foot and shave my legs. Um, you know, there, there's lots of factors that, that could come into play. And for some couples, when they're on the exact same work schedule, sometimes I'm trying to make that shower big enough and mm-hmm. get enough water in it that two people can use it. So two right. people could shower at the same time instead yep. of having to fight over who gets in there first. And in those instances, you know, the space is, is critical, but also making sure that I have the opportunity to have each person mix their own water temperature and do things like that. So that they're they're both comfortable in there. So yeah, any problems they're currently having with the shower, we start talking about features that they might not be aware of. You know, ceiling tiles, um, rain heads, body sprays, floor warmers, so that you when you get in and you stand on the tile floor, it isn't cold. Mm-hmm. You can run that floor warmer, floor warmer right underneath your shower seat, so it's not cold on your tush if you sit down. <laughs> um, heated um, mirrors that stay defogged, so if a guy likes to shave his face in the shower. He, he has a mirror that he can use. You can get uh, fog-free television screens in the shower go. so that you can watch the news or check the stock market or whatever while you're getting ready. Or in my case, you know, maybe watch, you know, Good Morning America or something. But um, <laughs> all of those things sort of come into play. And, you know, what 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 kind of rubs you the wrong way, you know, in your bathroom when you're getting ready in the morning? A lot of it revolves around that shower area. And if it's my 
towels aren't nearby and I have mm-hmm. to have them on the floor, <laughs> you know, right. to, in order when I get out or, you know, whatever it is, then, then we can start to design around that and fix it. Are you finding that some people are having open showers now or there's not a door on them? I get asked about them a lot and I do some. And my question, my first question to people when they say they want one, my first question is, have you used one? Mm-hmm. And where were you when you used it? Because the if Caribbean, they say, open exactly, air. Yeah, <laughs> if they say warm. I was on vacation in Barbados and I used one, I said, I want you to think about how cool your home is in the yep. winter in Ohio. And are you still going to like that open shower if it's just a little bit draftier in that shower than you're used to? Because it's amazing how much that door really helps hold the heat Contain. in. Yeah, sure. There's plenty of really warm-blooded people out there, though, and they're like, no, I'm ready for it. Bring it. You know, I want it and I want good ventilation to get that steam out of there while I'm showering because I get overheated in the bathroom when yeah, I'm getting ready in the morning. Jim that we work with, I don't think he has a water heater for that very I, reason. He, he may not even need one. <laughs> little polar bear action right there. Nothing wrong with a cold shower. Yeah. But it's great if you if you have the space for it, if your um, bathroom is comfortable and and you like that, that shower, it's one less piece of glass to clean. It's easy entry. You know, great look got no problems with that at all i just want i wouldn't want somebody to spend the money to design a shower around that feature and then find out a week or two into february that they hate it yeah. <laughs> and they're cold so it's it's just it's got to be for the right person in the right area and i think you're doing all the all the right things is um there are so many products and there's so many designs and there are so many trade-offs that go along with it mm-hmm. you know it just as you like you like to take a bath, but yeah. you've decided to sacrifice that. You made a, a conscious decision, and you have that trade-off now right. uh, by having a larger shower. And I think that's what we have to have our clients kind of have that option of deciding. Because I agree with you. I think the look of a shower that's open is phenomenal. But when I'm in Barbados, yeah, you know, it's just there's nothing better than an outdoor shower. There's nothing better than an open-air shower. No door. You walk right in. But, boy, here... I love my little four by four, <laughs> close my door, get it all steamy. Steamy, yeah. And then when I open the door and I feel that cold air, I'm like, man, am I glad that door was here. <laughs> I'm so thankful that door is there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to think about your comfort in, in that space because it's, it's a very different climate than the rest of the house. Mm-hmm. You know, what's comfortable when you're fully clothed in the living room watching TV isn't going to be comfortable when you're naked and wet. Right. In the bathroom. And so you have to think about the temperature of the floor, the ambient temperature of the room. Um, Do you need supplemental heat in there in the form of a a floor warmer or a heat Mm -hmm. lamp or a radiant heat, maybe a towel warmer or something like that? All of those things can make the space a lot more comfortable in the wintertime here. And then in the summertime here in Columbus, when it's really cold or really hot, I mean, and um, humid and all of that, good ventilation get that humidity out because you're already warm you're already kind of sweaty and mm-hmm. when you're a woman and you're trying to put your makeup on and it's already hot and humid and your air conditioner's working overtime you know you want to you don't want to stress it additionally so to have things like really good ventilation that's going to take that steam out as quickly as possible is is also critical for the comfort just just like the warming is in the winter mm-hmm. so back to the shower for a second or for an hour and a half <laughs> whatever we whatever. choose to do here yeah um let's go polar opposite, if you will, of the shower without a door. Mm -hmm. And now let's go to a shower that's completely enclosed that we use as a steam room. Steam shower, yeah. Steam showers are a lot, at their core, they're a lot less complicated than people might think. You've got a fancy water kettle in this thing that looks like a little tiny briefcase. 
it the water comes in, it heats it up, it runs it through a tube, and it puts it out through a steam head, and there's a thermostat in there that's, that kicks it on and off, and it makes steam. And you do things in the construction phase to make it waterproof and to prevent that steam from getting back into the walls and into places where it shouldn't. And you have a fully contained floor to ceiling enclosure that's going to keep that steam that you're paying for in. And that's it. All the other stuff on top of it is the stuff we do to make it easy. Mm -hmm. So the electronic controls, um, things that are pre-programmed so that if you take a steam shower every morning at 730 after you get off the exercise bike, it's ready for you. It's warmed up and ready to go. Or maybe you operate it from an app. Um, Maybe you've got a digital control in the shower that that you're using. Those things add expense. Yeah. But, you know, at its heart, the system itself isn't that complicated. And so when people say, oh, are they a maintenance nightmare or something? I'm like, is your tea kettle a maintenance nightmare? I mean, <laughs> it's it's not that complicated. You're that kind of a designer. Huh? Yeah. We're boiling water. <laughs> yeah, we're, boiling we're boiling water, water and we're people. shooting it into an enclosed space and it's going to fill up and you're going to get all steamy and it's going to be great. Now, there's little chambers <laughs> for essential oils to go in there too. There are. There? And yeah. that's a huge trend right now, just lifestyle-wise, is the aromatherapy. I know when you walk through our office, several of the designers love that stuff, and they've got their little diffusers going in their office. But a steam shower is the perfect place for that. And there's um, a lot of the, the steam heads have a little reservoir in there for you to put a few drops of, of whatever essential oil you like. And for people that have maybe some sinus issues or things like that, there are some things out there. I know eucalyptus is one mm-hmm. of them. It can really provide some some relief uh, temporarily, maybe during um, hay fever season or if you've got a sinus infection after a cold in the winter or something like that. Those things can be really helpful to sort of clear your head and and uh, make you feel good, ready for, ready for bed or ready for your day, whichever. So you're finding that folks that have a tendency to do the steam shower are treating it as a steam shower. They got the head, they got the steam. Or are they also putting in body sprays and really tricking these things out to be much more than just the steam shower? Um, well, you're you're certainly going to have some sort of shower valve and shower head in there with the steam right. shower. But mm-hmm. beyond that, it's not uncommon for somebody whose shower experience is important enough to them that they're going to invest in what it takes to get a, a steam shower in there. It's not uncommon for them to say, you know, and I'd like a handheld spray or I'd like the ceiling, um, the full ceiling shower tile thing that Hans Grohe has. It's like a four by four, you mm-hmm. know, giant shower head or I'd like a, a rain head or body sprays to hit me on my, my lumbar and my shoulders when I sit on the bench. Those are the same type of person who tends to like a steam shower. So whether they do one or they do the other or they do both, I think it's it's parallel tracks. It's the same type of client that would enjoy those things. Absolutely. All right. You know what we should do right now? Talk more about bidets? Well, we could always do that. That could just be the tip of the week. <laughs> oh, I, I think uh, our listeners would prefer the tip of the week. Okay. They would prefer the tip <laughs> of the week. It's time for the tip of the week. Bathroom remodeling is one of the best returns you'll have on an investment in your home. Costversvalue.com says you'll get nearly 63% immediate return on your bathroom remodeling investment. Bathrooms that include more modern luxury items can even yield a higher return. So before you plan your bathroom remodeling project, know it's safe to invest a little more in your comfort and the value of your home. And that is your tip of the week. Now let's get back to the bidet of the week. All right. So see, the bidet has already yeah. made my uh, value of my house increase. I love it. Yeah, so maybe that's all you need to do. <laughs> it's Ready definitely enhanced the value of their listening experience on this program. I do know that for sure. 
So when, when we're talking about showers, we're talking about body sprays, there's rain heads, there's all kinds of different things. And you mentioned something earlier that people don't use their tubs because they say it doesn't heat up. When you're putting all these things in your shower, do you also have to take in, con- into consideration the size of your water heater? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you, there's a calculation that we do when we're designing a, a custom shower. And you're basically taking the output of each piece, whether it's a body spray or a handheld or a rain head or whatever. You're taking the output of each piece. And the first thing you're doing is you're checking to make sure that the valve can supply enough water for all of those pieces to operate properly. Because you don't want to spend a bunch of money on it and then turn it on and have it like just dribble. You know, right. you want the spray. <laughs> so, so that's a calculation. But then also you want to look at it and say, okay, I've got, you know, 10 gallons a minute potentially coming through here if I turn everything on full bore and nobody ever uses 100% hot water straight out of the heater, right? right? You're, you're mixing it in with some cold, but depending on the time of year, at this time of year, the cold water is colder, so you tend to use a little bit more hot. So what you want to do is you want to think about, okay, how many minutes can I sustain this with the water heating system that I have? Mm-hmm. Now, if you have a traditional gas or electric um, water heater that has um, a tank, and it heats up the water in that tank and then it empties it out and it refills and it, it has to heat it up again, then your time frame is limited. But if you have an on-demand water heater, then you can run for a much longer time mm-hmm. and you can sustain those pieces for, for a longer duration. Now, the other thing manufacturers are do because we're getting ever and ever more concerned about water usage is that a lot of these fixtures are much more efficient than they used to be and they feel great and they're only using... 1.2 gallons per minute. So you can run multiple things and maybe not be using as much water as you thought. So that's definitely something to consider. The how how long can you run this and is that going to equate to a shower that you find appropriate? Any tips on how to get my daughter out of the shower faster? <laughs> you are you're on your own. I yeah, I remember those days and yeah, there's not much that's going to get a teenage girl out of a shower. I mean, she'll be in there 25 minutes, yeah. and I'll say, honey, you got to wrap. I just got in, <laughs> is what I hear. I'm like, you've been in there, Brad. No, I haven't. And then they argue for five minutes. I'm like, I just wasted a water arguing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and there's also the, the travel time from the water heater to the shower. And so sometimes that's worth looking into an on-demand heater, because you could put that really close in a lot of cases in a nearby closet or something, um, and you don't have to wait five or 10 minutes for that cold water that was just laying in the pipe to get out of the way before the, the fresh hot water gets to that bathroom. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I missed this, but making sure you had the right size lines to, from the tank to the yes. area. Yeah. You know, I know that that's something that we go into homes all the time. We see there's little half inch lines going from the water heater up to the master bath. And they want to put all these mm-hmm. body sprays in and all these things. You, you've got to have three quarter inch or Yes. You're not, you're not going to be able to have the pressure. The right supply lines and the right valving. And oh. I, I would see that a lot with homes that were built, you know, again, back in the 80s, 90s, when these big tubs became popular. We started catching on to the fact, okay, I need this big three-quarter inch faucet to fill this tub in a timely mm-hmm. manner. But it took a little longer for the builders to realize, oh, I should be running three-quarter inch lines to this three-quarter inch <laughs> faucet. Yeah. You know, They were still running the old half inch. And, you know, when a homeowner tells you it takes me 20 minutes to fill up my tub, you know, who's got that kind of time, you know? So, and by then the water's cooling off. It's no point. Absolutely. So the plumber and the the designer can can help you figure that out and that you have enough pressure to run it. Very good. So what are some of the other things about showers that folks should know about? 
Because you still have an hour and a half. Awesome. Okay. So I definitely think people should look into some of the smart technology that mm-hmm. is available for bathrooms in general, but showers in particular. Um, the ability to pre-program temperatures um, and have that control thermostatically over what happens, particularly if you share the shower with maybe a small child um, or maybe you're a caregiver and you have somebody who's elderly that lives in the house, you can mm-hmm. pre-program that to have a max temperature stop so that you know they, they can't accidentally scald themselves and you can do the same on a more difficult level with, with traditional valves as well. But beyond that, there's a lot of fun stuff with those digital controls. Some of them will... Um, you know, let you control your your music through that, and you can control the steam and the temperature and um, all of that stuff through through your digital control. And again, if you're you know getting off the exercise bike and you're getting ready to go upstairs and take a shower, you can hit your app and say, "Get that hot water going." Nice. I'm going to be there in a minute and a half, and you go upstairs and change your clothes and hop in the shower, and it's all heated up. Or and, maybe and maybe ready that's the answer you. to your to your daughter, Bryce. You can set it so the yes. cold water kicks on after like eight mm. minutes. There you That's a go. great idea. Huh? You program it. <laughs> well, I had gotten that uh, Kohler Moxie shower head you know, yeah. years ago. That mm-hmm. was the one that had the, the little uh, speaker built into the shower head. Cool. And I gave her a three song limit. Oh, okay. And there so she go. was then playing her three longest song. Right, yeah. <laughs> and so, and got it you know, I, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, there were there were a whole, a whole bunch of them. Um, but anyway, you know, that, that was one of the attempts we had to get my daughter to plug down, but <laughs> Three you know, song I don't know. Yeah. That, that was it. And it worked for a while. And then and now she was, she's like, yeah, she whatever. Dad. Realized that uh, she needed to pick different songs, but anyway, <laughs> great stuff. Good. I love the shower talk. Yeah. You know, it's Showers just a clean awesome. topic. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. You're back to your groaning back ways. Back to my groaning ways of 2019. How many groans can we get in? Monica, this is awesome. I want to have you back another time, and maybe we'll bring in one of our uh, suppliers, our mm-hmm. vendors who have product, and we can all kind of powwow about some of the other accoutrements uh, we put into yes. bathrooms these days, because there are so many things from heating the air, heating towels, to heating the floor, to you know, really running a beautiful bathroom. And so the shower, you're right, we can continue on and on and on. But let's give folks a little bit of break and something else to, uh, to chew on in, in the future here. And I'm going to wrap it up. You okay with that? I'm all right. Did we get we, enough bidet, bidet talking? We got enough in. We'll, we'll, we can always seed it until next week. All right. <laughs> That's okay. You're a bad influence. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I do that a lot, and I'm thankful for that. And actually, people, you can let us know how bad of an influence we are <laughs> yes, by rating and reviewing us. You can do that at iTunes Podcast. So uh, let us know what you think of our show. And uh, we'll be back every week, unless you tell us not to. (laughs) (laughs) And hopefully you want to hear more from us, and we'll do that every week. So send us your thoughts, if you will. uh, Feel free to send us an email. You can go to abovegrade at jsbrowncompany.com and do that. Monica, thanks so much for being here again two weeks in a row. It's been a real treat. Thank you, guys. I had a ball. Thanks as usual for all you do for the program as well. And until next week, this is Bryce signing off. So have a great week to build from, please. Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.